Week three of the NFL season is here, and it's time to talk previewing. What is the biggest storyline, and why is it Trayvon Diggs tearing his ACL? Who's going to step up for him in his absence? We'll tell you next in the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at D. P underscore NFL. And you know that I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as the host of the Locked On Clemson Football Podcast. Guys, happy Friday. And thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Thank you guys. Shout out to you for being our everydayers. And I got to kick the intro over to my guy, my brother, my partner in crime, Mr. LSU himself, Keith Sanchez, that you can find him on Twitter at the Talent Code. Keep talking to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network, man, in 2019. National champ with those LSU Tigers, man. But you know why we're here, right? We're here to bring you that championship-level football content surrounding the NFL Draft 24-7, 365, man. This is your dynamic duo to tap in everything football, man, from college football to NFL football to NFL Draft. Yes, we are who you come to, man. But, DP, we have a hell of a slate, man. We're going to start this thing off with Trayvon Diggs, torn ACL, yesterday that is breaking news for Trayvon Diggs and the question is where do the Dallas Cowboys go from here right is that talent on a roster do they have to go and get that talent to keep this a Super Bowl caliber NFL defense then next we're going to talk about our matchups right we love to go through this we're going through the rosters the depth charts the biggest matchups of week three who are going to be the difference makers and we always say man rookies matter drafted players matter and we're about to tell you why and show you why because there's some really big games this upcoming week and then we're going to get into the favorite part and I think I'm leading right and that's the game predictions we're talking game predictions at the end of this podcast so make sure you stay tapped in with us 30 minutes. Give us y'all 30 minutes, man. But DP, before we get this thing started with Trayvon Diggs and the Dallas Cowboys, why don't you hit them with our title sponsor? Today's episode of Locked On NFL Draft has been brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Biggest storyline, Keith. When I saw the news and it hit my phone that Trayvon Diggs tore his ACL, man, it was like a gut punch. Because mm-hmm. I was just, I, it was crazy because I had just finished watching uh, the the all twenty two of you know Dallas versus uh, the Jets, and there was some fun matchups between him and Garrett Wilson in that game, mm-hmm. and, and just watching Trayvon and in press man coverage, the patience, the the technique he was using, quick jams, you know, shuffle steps, all that type of stuff, controlling when he opened his gate and opened his hips, and just staying square and patient, man. I just loved how he was playing in that game, right? And I think he had an interception in that game as well. Like, he, he's come, you know, a long way. And I know everybody talks, you know, that, that first what was the first year or two, those interceptions and everything. But to me, he's developed more as a man-to-man corner where it's not just, hey, we can target him if, if he's not getting interceptions. So this is a big loss for the Dallas Cowboys, Keith. And don't get me wrong, Stephon Gilmore can still ball. We all know that, right? But now he's thrusted into that. CB1 label where he's in Stefan, no, not Stefan Diggs, but Trayvon Diggs' shoes 
now, right? So it's like, who steps up for the Dallas Cowboys? Now, do they need somebody to be that guy this week? No, because you play the Arizona Cardinals. But it's about going forward, Keith. Who, When you look at this roster, man, who do you think can step into not CB1 role, but can kind of occupy that CB2 role opposite of now Stephon Gilmore? Yeah, so this this injury, DP, and I'm gonna answer the question real quick, right? It, it was it, like you called it a, a gut punch. It was a blow, and I think for football fans, whether you love the Cowboys or not, right? It, it was still a, a big storyline that the NFL has pushed us, and we've been talking about this Dallas Cowboys defense, and you want to see it play out, right? Like how good is this defense, and to have the blow right off of the Aaron Rodgers torn Achilles, right? It's like man, that's two big time injuries, and we're only in week, we're only heading into week three. So, DP, with the Cowboys as structure, because I've watched. Tons of Cowboys games, right? I've evaluated them, watched all 22 the past three, four years. I, I, you know, watched a lot of Cowboys games. So for the Dallas Cowboys defense, DP, it was not about CB1, right? Because in the past, it was Trayvon Diggs. Them getting Stephon Gilmore was to solve the CB2 answer, right? Which was the issue with this Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. offense. I mean, defense, I'm sorry. Now what's going to happen is this, DP, that you're going to go back to kind of what it was last year, right, where we had somebody to lock down one side of the field, but now offense is going to target the other side of the field, right? And you go to Ally, you remember last year, the Jacksonville Jaguars game, right? And it was a couple, a few other games where offense is just simply targeted the other side of the field of Trayvon Diggs, right? Now it's going to be the same thing from Stephon Gilmore. So I look at this roster, DP, and it was a a, a little bit of a weird trade. Uh, They sent Calvin Joseph, right, And, and, and maybe the Dallas Cowboys brass felt like it was time for Kelvin Joseph to, you know, depart ways, right? It's time for us to go separate ways, but they traded him for Noah Igbenogany. Igbenogany. Igbenogany, okay, but corner from from Auburn, right? But you don't know if that was necessarily an upgrade, right? Because Noah hasn't necessarily played well in Miami. He's been, he was relegated to CB3, kind of four-ish type role over there, right? So I'm I'm kind of going to exit that out. What I'm going to turn my attention to is second-year player Deron Bland. I, I think he can do it. I, I really like this guy's skill set. He showed up last year, DP, and he's already showed up again this year. He, he has smooth hips. He's quick-footed. I think he's versatile in what he can do in the sense of the fact of he can play some press man. He can also play the press bail technique, right? He can play in this cover-three scheme. His speed is is – it's, it's sufficient, it's good enough, it's high-level speed, I would say that. I think he matches up well athletically with a lot of corners in the NFL. So I think if you kick Deron Bland to the to the CB2 spot, right, so that's your two outside corners, him and Stephon Gilmore, now the question becomes that nickel position where Deron Bland was playing, and I think that's going to be the question mark, DP. So it's I, if I had to turn my attention to one person, Deron Bland, I think, will fill in for the Trayvon Diggs thing. Then I also – to kind of keep it pushing, right? We're talking about who's on the roster. Then we we just had the conversation with uh, Kareem Hunt, right, and, and the, the Cleveland Browns with Nick Chubb getting hurt. We're talking about trades, right? But cornerbacks are, are such coveted positions, right? They, they're, they're so coveted that do you – how do you want to go about this? Do, do you want to – what are you going to have to trade for? Because other teams are going to want 
to keep their corners, right? Because we, we talk about the 11 personnel you get. So, so many times we're playing nickel, right? Where it's five defensive mm-hmm. backs and, and three, well, three corners and two safeties, right? Now, but you know, it's going to be a time where no matter who we're playing, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Buffalo Bills, right? Where we're going to have to have four corners, right? And it may just be one safety or two safeties or just one linebacker and a safety in, in four corners, right? However, the math is going to math. We know we have to go forward deep. So I just don't know, DP, that how many teams are going to want to come up off of their corners, especially this early? That's the only concern to where I don't want to necessarily just start throwing out names when it comes via trade and stuff like that, because we know that that is a highly coveted position. No, it, right. That's a premium position, right? Cornerback is a premium position, and it's a position that we always hear every year for the draft. You can never have too many corners, right? And it's and, stuff and, like this. Yeah, and, and not to cut you off, DP, but we've seen it the past two years, right, that – we say, oh, this is a talented cornerback class. And instead of teams waiting to draft corners, they fly off the board in the first two rounds. You, you get 10, 12, 14, 15 corners <laughs> in the first two rounds. Nobody says, like, okay, well, let me wait on the corners. It's, it's the exact right, opposite. Right. It's like, let's go get them, right? So I just wanted to make that point real quick before you could continue. No, I, and I think Keith – I like that you talked about Deron Bland and how you structured that. It's not about CB1. It's about CB2 because that's always been their Achilles heel in that secondary, right? It's like, okay, Trayvon Diggs is not – not only can he cover, he's got the ball skills of a wide receiver. Yes, so yes. I don't want to target him too much because he not only will he take it away, he will return it for a touchdown as well. So, okay, who's on the opposite side? And that was typically the guy that they targeted. And, and you bring up – you know, uh, Deron Bland sliding into the out, second outside spot opposite Stephon Gilmore, who goes into the nickel. I got a guy, a guy that I, I'm, I'm cool with, man, and a guy that I really think could, especially the way team defenses kind of play now. When you play that three safety, look, Israel Mukwamu, the six foot four, 200 pound, uh, you know, cornerback out of, out of South Carolina who is kind of a nick, a, a hybrid, a corner safety hybrid. He played some strong last year. He played free. He, I think the, the Washington Commander game, he played a lot in the slot. And when you look at it just from a PFF standpoint, you know, getting those numbers, he had 60, he had uh, 62 snaps in the box as, as a box uh, defender. He had 43 at free safety, 32 uh, at, 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 at the slot position, right? So you think about those type of things. It's like, man, if I can get this young man and, and bring him into this lineup with his his height, his arm length and wingspan, he's, he could be physical and everything, but he's got some good patience and movement ability for a tall, high hip type of uh, defense, defensive back. I think that they, that could give them some flexibility, especially if you face a team that has big body receivers and stuff that they like to throw in the nickel or throw into the slot position or whatnot. Uh, Ismu Kwamu can step into that spot, especially if you if you're not comfortable with Noah Igbenogany right now. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. And the last person I want to throw out is cornerback Jordan Lewis, who I thought was a solid player when he came out of college at Michigan. Now, like I said, having watched plenty of of, of Cowboys games, his play has been up and down, but not up and down from good to bad, but I think it's went from good to average, good to average, right? And so that's what you want to see. But, uh, man, it's it's, it's unfortunate, like I said, and this has nothing to do with being a Cowboys fan, but if you were a fan of football, that was an injury you didn't want to see happen, right? Because these storylines that the NFL pushes to us and, you know, that we absorb and we want to roll with, we want to see this thing play out where all teams are fully healthy. They all go to war at the same exact time with all 53 healthy, uh, you know, 53-man healthy rosters. But, DP, it's week three, man. It's week three, and we're talking about the matchups to watch for. Like we said, man, this is who you come to 
for all of the information that revolves football, right? We're talking NFL draft, college football, NFL football, man. We're going to talk about the biggest matchups, and some are going to involve these rookies, right? These rookies, who are they going to be matched up with? Because if we've seen earlier that these rookies are making impact. So coming up next, man, we're talking about the biggest matchups heading into week three. Guys, trying to buy tickets at the last minute for your favorite events can be stressful. You don't want it to be, but it will be. Why? Because you're trying to compete with other buyers. You're trying to find deals at the last, the best price at the last minute, as well as trying to avoid being scammed. So, but let me tell you. So, so, so listen here. Game time. Let me introduce you. It is the fast and easy way to buy all the tickets for your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They have flash deals and last-minute tickets. The tickets are easy to find and buy for every kind of event, and they have images of the seat view so you know what you're, what you're getting into. If you are a Carolina Panthers fan or a Seahawks fan and you want to go to the game this Sunday, they have tickets as, as low as $81 right now. So snag your tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. That's game time app. Create an account and use the promo code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. When I think about impact matchups, Keith, I look at that that Buffalo Bills Washington Commanders game. And you think about Tredavious White, their star corner, and one of the best receivers in the NFL, Terry. McLaurin, scary Terry McLaurin for the Washington Commanders and having a quarterback now that can push the ball down the field to him. It's Sam Howell. That is a matchup that I'm going to have my eyes on, man, to see who wins because that's a matchup that can dictate who wins this game. If, if, if Terry McLaurin is held under wraps, or I'm under 80 yards, under 70 yards, and Tredavious White keeps him out of the end zone and, and Sam Howell is, is not – you know, having a successful day targeting his number one elite level wide receiver, it could change and sway the momentum of that game, right? You go, so you you know, you know, Tre'Davious White can play press man. He's an LSU guy. He can play press man. He like you talk about press bail. He he can sit you know off and play off coverage and play soft coverage. He could do a lot of different things, right? And it's going to be interesting to see how. Um, Sean McDermott, you know, the, the head coach, the defensive-minded head coach for the Bills, how they handle this, this matchup in general. Do they play physical press, man? Because one thing I do, I, I think is in the favor of Terry McLaurin, if it becomes a foot race, Keith, where they're hip-to-hip, what's the phrase? If he's even, he's leaving. I think McLaurin has the speed advantage over Tredavious White. So that's a matchup I'm really looking forward to seeing. Well, DP, I'm going to take one step down a roster, right, and not talk about wide receiver one for the commanders. I'm going to talk about wide receiver two. And Jahan Dotson, right, extremely talented guy who I think is it's unfortunate that he was part of an organization where the off-the-field stuff, right, overrode the on-the-field stuff because this is like he hasn't emerged yet in the, the media's eyes as far as in the same conversation with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. But I believe he's that type of talent, right? And so when I look up matchups, right, I, I think Tredavious White and, 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 and Terry McLaurin are going to be locked. But the question is, DP, who's going to cover Jahan Dotson, right? Who's going to be that CB2 to cover Jahan Dotson? In the Buffalo Bills, their cornerback situation, I would just say this, from the outside looking in, and I'm not going to pretend to act like any specialist, right? But from the outside looking in, it's just a little bit weird. I, I think that's the, the biggest way I could put it, right, because they drafted Kyir Elam, and then, you know, last year, who, who did they have? I know they had, yeah, it was Dane Jackson, and then now, you know, Christian Benford is the starting corner, and I'm not saying that any of those guys are not playing great, but it's just, hasn't been 
the smoothest thing, right? It's, it, it's been weird in, in the usage of him. And Kyrie Elam is, is I think, third, you know, on, on a depth chart as far as the cornerback. So I'm looking for that matchup. And then, DP, I'm going to flip sides, right, because I want to continue to talk about a couple of these young guys. Emmanuel Forbes versus Stephon Diggs. That one is going to be so fun. I just want to get your take on that because Mississippi State was in your region, right? You scouted Emmanuel Forbes the most out of, you know, out of the both of us and everybody at the draft network. And then obviously you're extremely familiar with Stephon Diggs. I was about to say Trayvon Diggs. How how, is, how do you see that playing out? Man, I, that's this is going to be a battle. This, this is going to be a battle that the young rookie – is going to have to really be locked in for. And I, I'm not, and Emmanuel Forbes is a dog. So I expect him to be locked in. But Stefan Diggs is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He has put veterans, some of the top corners, right, in the blender with his route running, with his tempo, his pacing, his burst, and now the breaks. And a guy like Emmanuel Forbes, who likes to, he, even though he's a, what, 165, 170, whatever he weighs, he's a thin, you know, thin build. But he does like to play physical at the line of scrimmage when, he, when you give him the opportunity. When you give him the green light, he'll get up on the line, and he'll shoot punches and re- reroute and redirect and throw off timing. I think this is a situation where the savvy vet is going to – I'm Stephon Diggs is, again, one of the best. He's going to study this kid all week, see what his, his telltales are, where he struggles, where he succeeds. And I think Stephon Diggs is going to get the leg up in this situation. But don't be surprised – if Emmanuel Forbes walks away with some with some wins in this battle. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm, I'm, it, it'll be fun, man. And, and Emmanuel Forbes is one of those guys that has natural ball skills, right? Like, I, and mm-hmm. I, I compared him to Marcus Peters, right? Where he's just one of those guys that's like, okay, how's the ball always find itself? Like those Marcus Peters, Asante Samuels, right? They always just have four-plus interceptions on a year. But, DP, that there's one matchup that's not going to win the headlines, right? But it, it can start to dictate how this NFL season is going to play out. And it involves a lot of people, a lot of especially young guys. Right. So uh, it's time for somebody to step up. And I'm going to go to the Falcons versus the Lions. DP, the, the Lions are one and one. The Falcons are two and oh. Right. And so when you look at the, the Lions roster, you know, we talk we talk Brian Branch. Right. I think Chauncey Gardner Johnson is out. So that's even more yeah. for Brian Branch. We're talking Jack Campbell. Right. But then you look at the other side of the football and with. Well, eight. Let me let me mention Aiden Hutchinson also on a, the Lions uh, defensive line. And you look at the opposite side of the football now with the Atlanta Falcons DP. And what does Arthur Smith want to do? He wants to run the football. So I have to, like, if, you, if you're telling me that to highlight a, a matchup or a situation, it's got to be Jack Campbell filling filling gaps, right? Because Jack Campbell was not drafted, DP, to, uh, to to cover your number three vertical, right? He, that, that's not why he was drafted. Mm-hmm. He was drafted to, to, to run c-gap to c-gap right to man that so it's going to be so interesting with this nuanced run game and then don't talk about who's running the football right that's Bijan robinson and tyler is here so you know that those are formula running backs but talking about jack campbell filling no but keith and i was thinking about that and i was looking at you know when, we, when i was looking at the schedule and uh you know look thinking about the young players in different games and i said man Bijan hitting the hole and jack campbell that's his specialty the run game Working downhill, right? That kind of, like you said, B gap to B gap, over flowing over and crashing down. And I'm excited to see what that looks like, Keith. But also, in this game, you know, AJ Terrell and the Monterey St. Brown and a or AJ Terrell and you know Josh Reynolds. But I think it'll probably be a Monterey St. Brown. And what I love about AJ Terrell, former Clemson, so that, you know that's not any bias to it. But 
what I love about AJ Terrell is the fact that he doesn't just stay to one side, Keith. He travels. He'll go in the slot. He'll flip from left to right. He'll go man to man. He'll drop off in, into a, a bail drop, into a bail tech and everything like that. He, he'll sit in kind of a half zone turn. This is one of the best young corners in the game, and he'll be going up against one of the best young receivers in the game. Talking about matchups that can dictate who wins and loses. This young man has been targeted. I don't think he's given up a catch, if, if maybe a catch or two, but he's not given up much at all. And Amara St. Brown is that dog who plays tough and physical. And I think I said this uh, to one of my guys. He is the new Julian Edelman. That tough physical slot that runs routes that really can put you in so many compromising situations as a defensive back. That's a matchup that I got to see how it plays out, Keith. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm gonna finish this up real quick because and this is it's teams that's not playing great football right now. Uh, but just just real quick, I'm gonna hit over this topic and then pass it to you. Um, the, the Steelers at Raiders because it's Sunday night football, right? And you're talking about well, what to watch for. I mean, that that's that's Tyree Wilson, right? That's Tyree Wilson versus this Steelers offense that I believe they're going to want to establish the run right and Tyree Wilson you a top 10 pick you know like Chandler Jones his his issues you know off the field have been documented and we're not going to speak on that right but like you're, you're next up right like you is 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 you and Max Crosby there to create havoc so we have to see you be able to affect the passer get some things going so I'm going to be in that Sunday night matchup I'm looking at Tyree Wilson and then I'm also going to be looking at obviously Kenny Pickett, you know, the George Pickens, you know, just watching these Steelers. So that was the other matchup that I seen, DP. No, I, and that, that's going to be a big, big-time matchup of young players, right? And, you know, Devon Diablo, in, in linebacker, yeah. you got Jalen Warren as that third down back who didn't have a great game running, but he ran, he he caught the ball and made explosive plays in the passing game. I think him and Najee Harris, as much as people want to pin them against each other, that's a really good one-two punch. And then I think that's, that's going to be big. Like they're trying to pin them against each other when it's they're, they're football, actually man. really good compliments yeah yeah that, that's what it is it's fantasy football driven but they're actually really good compliments and honestly the Pittsburgh Steelers offense and we're not gonna get into Matt Canada right now right. but they should dive more into what Najee Harris strength or put him in space and make somebody tackle him one-on-one and let Jalen Warren be your in-between the tackles I know size difference it looks like it should be the opposite I mean, you know what I'm saying? Where Najee is your thumper yeah. and Jalen Warren's outside, but that's just now how it played out. That's not who Najee Harris was at Alabama when you drafted him. But DP, man, let's keep this thing going. Like we said, man, we are coming up on my favorite segment. Like I said, I don't know what the score count is. I don't know what the tally is. I just feel like I'm winning, right? So we're about to jump into these game predictions, man. Who is going to win the game? Like we said, we went through the matchups. Now we're going to talk about rapid fire, man. We're going through, we're going to predict these games. Guys, today's episode of Locked On NFL Draft has been brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Prize Pick is really simple to play, guys. You can make your picks, submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. This week on Prize Picks, I am taking, I am taking DJ We Ungalale, quarterback for Oregon State, for over 220 passing yards versus Washington State. But also, I'm taking Sam Hartman, quarterback from Notre Dame, for less than 250 passing yards versus the Ohio State Buckeyes. So, 
listen to me clear, guys. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Game time. It's game time, Keith. It's time to pick these games rapid fire. Let's get it going. One o'clock games, Keith. The Tennessee Titans on the road to the Cleveland Browns, coming off an emotional loss to the Steelers with not without Nick Chubb. Who you got winning this game? I'm gonna go Cleveland Browns, and I'm expecting an ugly game, but I'm gonna go Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cleveland Browns as well. I think this is gonna be a battle of two quarterbacks that's not playing great football. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's looked a little bit better recently, but I'm going Cleveland at home to protect their house. Keith, next up, we got we talked about in the second segment Atlanta Falcons at the Detroit Lions. Who wins this matchup? Detroit Lions. I, I, I think they start the show, and this is a game that they have to win to let everybody know that they're for real. They're going to want to avoid the slow start that they had last year. I agree. I agree. I'm going Detroit Lions as well. Uh, I think the Falcons will give them a, a nice fight, but I think Detroit's offense, when they're humming, is, is enough to put too much pressure on the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, next up, we got the New Orleans Saints, who I think is undefeated right now, 2-0. Yeah, it's an ugly 2-0, but it's a 2-0. It is the ugliest 2-0 you can dream of, but it is a 2-0. Uh, they are 2-0. They haven't played spectacular. They're going on the road to face Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Keith, who you got winning this game? I'm going to go New Orleans because I think this offense has been battle tested and it's, I don't want to say, you know what? I'm not even going to use the word battle tested. I'm going to say that they've proven that they're a really good defense. Um, And I think that Derek Carr can get some things done. It's just a matter of everything meshing together for the Saints. Cause when you watch them, you see, oh, Rasheed Shaheed, he's explosive. You see Michael Thomas do Michael Thomas stuff. You see Chris Olave, one-handed catches. You're like, okay, so why aren't y'all scoring 30 points, right? So I, I think that they start to put this thing together. I know it's at Lambeau, but I think I'm I'm going to definitely roll with uh, New Orleans Saints on this one. And this is where we part ways, Keith. I'm going Green Bay <laughs> Packers. This is where we part ways. I'm going Green Bay. I think Green Bay takes it. Jordan Love gets a win at home, and they go to, what, two and one. Uh, next yeah. up, we have the winless Denver Broncos at the Miami Dolphins, who are also, what, two and oh, Keith, who are you picking? This is desperation mode. I'm going to go Denver. Denver shouldn't win this game. There's nothing in me. And I'm not, I would, like I said, I'm not, a, I would not put any money on this, right? But I'm not picking, I, I think Denver, I just don't see them going 0 3, right? Especially you're talking about, I, everybody talking about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson played well last week. It's just, is that defense going to play that bad again? And then on top of that, Sean Payton, right? Like he, he, he is not going to, he's, he didn't leave New Orleans to go to Denver to go 0 3. I'm picking Miami on this one. Uh, I think Denver, that offensive line is really, really concerning for me. Um, just watching guys get beat left and right. And I think that, you know, especially if Jalen Phillips is back, you got Bradley Chubb. They, 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 got, they got horses that can get after the quarterback. And Russell Wilson is showing flashes in the first half. We need to see a complete game from him. We haven't mm-hmm. seen that in quite a long time. So I'm going to go the Miami Dolphins. Next up, Keith, we have the Los Angeles Chargers, who are 0-2 versus the – what are they? Are they zero and two as well? The Minnesota Vikings. I believe so. Yeah, because they lost. They lost to the Bucks and then they lost to Correct. the Eagles. Both two zero and two teams. Keith, who gets their first win this week? The Chargers better win this game. Oh, that's all I'm gonna say. The Chargers better win this game. And and listen, man, it's just too much talent. And unfortunately, um, you know, I won't say unfortunately, but we haven't seen Quentin Johnston um emerge yet and, and that's the number three wide receiver with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. So I'm 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 gonna go with the offensive firepower that is 
the Chargers, um, the Vikings. I, let's just be honest, right? And, and this is no slight directly to draft picks, but you're starting to see some of the draft picks that they had have not emerged. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Jordan Addison, he's going to put up his numbers, Justin Jefferson. But outside of those two guys, who's who's going to carry this team? Yeah, I'm with you. Chargers all the way. They get their first dub and get 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 off the snide. Get off the snide, man. Uh, next up, we got the New Orleans, uh, the New England Patriots heading into New York versus the Jets and Zach Wilson. Keith, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm going Patriots. Zach Wilson has not beaten the Patriots yet, so I'm not, I'm not picking. <laughs> yeah, I think they said it's been since 2015, I believe that the Jets have beat the Patriots since 2015. The Jets have been the it Patriots. Happening in 2023, at least not this week. Yeah, I'm going with the Patriots. I, I'm sorry. The, the Patriots are 0-2 right now. Um, I just haven't seen anything from Zach Wilson. I haven't seen anything. That's what we're going to get into, DP, because we got to talk about the faith that's in back restored into Nathaniel Hackett and the combination of Zach Wilson. I can't think of a worse combination if you look at the 2022 situation, but for some reason, we're hopeful. But we're going to get into that. We're going to save that for another podcast. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm not buying in on that. I'm going with the New England Patriots. Yep, Patriots all day. Keith, we got the Buffalo Bills, who are one and one, going against the two and O Washington Commanders. Who are you picking? Can you tell me? Do you know which team is home? Washington. I'm going upset, DP. I'm going upset. Sam Howell, I tweeted about it. I'm buying into this Eric B. Enemy situation. The Buffalo Bills are an extremely talented team, and I expect them to be a factor in the AFC for sure. This is not me out on the Buffalo Bills. This is just me. Uh, putting a couple more chips in on uh, Washington Commanders. Yeah, I'm going Washington as well, Keith. And you talk about Sam Howell and Eric Bieniemy. I think this defensive line is going to be difficult to run against them. What did I say on Monday? Or, or it was Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was either Tuesday show. I said, listen, <laughs> when it comes down to the Buffalo Bills, they could be very scared if they run the ball. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball against this defensive line, which will allow ch- a rejuvenated Chase Young, Montez Sweat, and all those guys, Deron Payne, I nope. I'm going Washington. I think Buffalo is still be able to get back into it as the season goes on. But I'm with you. I'm going Washington. Next up, Keith, we have the Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud versus Trevor Lawrence. The Jacksonville Jaguars are home. I'm going Jacksonville. By the way, yeah, I'm, I'm going Jacksonville too, man. You could tell that Houston is on their way, right? But they seem like they're a year away from being a year away. And that's no. And I don't mean that. Usually, that's using a negative connotation. But they're just putting everything together, right? Like they're they're a year away from being. Yeah, they they they're just young, man. They just drafted their franchise quarterback and their their defensive leader, Derek Stingley. I believe he's out for a couple weeks with with the injury, also. So I'm I'm definitely going with the Jaguars. Next up, we have the Indianapolis Colts heading into Baltimore. It doesn't look like Anthony Richardson is going to be playing because he's still in concussion protocol. Keith, Baltimore. I'm going Baltimore too. We got the Carolina Panthers without Bryce Young. We got two teams missing their top five picks at quarterback. Bryce Young's not playing. You got Andy Dalton playing, and this is a team that's just not good versus the Seattle Seahawks at home with the 12th man. Give me Seahawks, Keith. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Seattle too, man. I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going Seattle. I, the receiver situation, I'm going Seattle. Next up, we have Chicago coming off the worst week of their lives going into Kansas City. Kansas City. <laughs> man, Chicago, and we didn't even spend a segment. We'll, we'll spend a segment next week on this. Chicago did what they they tore it up, man. They wanted the headlines this week. They did some things. Um, but man, who am I gonna go? I'm 
I'm gonna go with Kansas City, man. I, I, Justin Fields is is unfortunate. And we'll talk about that. What I, what I think Justin Fields needs to do, and they need to depart ways. Um, but I'm I'm going Kansas City on this one. That that's just too much dysfunction. Too much. Next up, Dallas Cowboys heading into Arizona. The Cardinals are tanking. Give me Dallas. Yeah, it's, it's Dallas. Dallas. Dallas gonna win this game. It's gonna be ball control. They're gonna run a rock. They're gonna do some play action stuff. They're gonna move Dak off the launch point. Yeah, they, they it's gonna be an efficient game for them. Easy money, easy money. Sunday night football, Pittsburgh going into Vegas. Keith, I think this is gonna be this could be a potentially better game than people expect, but I'm going Pittsburgh. I just trust uh Pittsburgh's coaching staff more. I trust their their team more, and, and I trust the talent that they have. I'm going Pittsburgh on for, on the road for the win. Yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh too, and it's weird because neither one of these teams are playing great football, and I've honestly watched the Steelers play more bad football than I've had, than I watched the Raiders play bad football this year. But you just like, okay, when it comes down to football, who's the better organization right now, right? Yeah. Like, who's been the most consistent organization? So that's why I'm going to go Pittsburgh, too. It's just like, ah, I'm going to just go Pittsburgh. Monday night, we got a doubleheader. We have the Philadelphia Eagles, and they are traveling into Tampa Bay. Keith, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going upset. I'm going Tampa Bay. I think Baker Mayfield's coming for all of respect. I'm going Tampa Bay for this dub. Who has Tampa Bay beaten? They've beaten the Minnesota, and, and then they who did they play? And then they played the Chicago. So it hasn't been a great competition, but I'm buying in right now. <laughs> you sound like, DP. You kind of sound like you lost all momentum once you said that out loud. <laughs> you you ain't even say that with your chest, DP. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles because I don't even think you're confident in your pick. I'm gonna <laughs> go with the Eagles, man. I'm going with Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown. I'm going with the talent, man. Baker gonna have to show me. I'm going with the talent, man. I'm going with Tampa Bay. Um, close it out. You got the Rams heading to Cincinnati. We don't know what's up with Joe Burrow. He said we'll see if he plays. He did practice today uh, or yesterday and everything. So we'll see. Pretty sure you know that that he is trying to give it a go, Keith. Who do you think? Do you think that that the Rams could pull it off and go two and one? Is it? You said is that Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Cincinnati by default, DP. I'll tell you one young player, two young players that's been playing really well. Um, first of all, the cornerback from Nebraska. I don't know why I just started blanking on his name. Um, Cam Tillabritt. Yeah, Cam Tillabritt. And then also Daxton Hill played well last oh, yeah. week. So, um, And I, I love Daxton Hill's skill set along with Jordan Battle. Uh, I'm going to go Cincinnati, but I'll tell you this. The Rams are going to be a tough out. This is a game, like I said, I would not bet on because – Early on, it appears that they're trying, right? Everybody thought that they'd be in full tank mode, but it's early on. Everybody's still healthy, and we're just going to try to see what we're going to do, right? And I think that's where the Rams are. So this would be a scary game, and this is by no means a walk in the park for the Cincinnati Bengals, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams win. Man, I'm going Rams, Keith. I think Aaron Donald uh, and, and that defensive line going to try to get after Joe Burrow, especially with him not being at full strength with that calf to be able to move. Right. And do the things that he can do. I'm, I'm gonna pick that. I'm gonna pick Rams uh, in, in a close upset. And I and I don't get it, DP. And I'm, I'm gonna finish out with this. Like every year, the Bengals fix the offensive line, and then the offensive line is always yeah, not fix yeah. the offensive line. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So uh, now that that wraps up today's show, man. That is the Friday. That is the NFL preview, man. I want to start off by saying, man, shout out to our everydayers. Thank you for tapping in with us, man. We've been having full fun thus far. Heading into week three of the NFL season, week four, week four or five of the college football season. But, man, y'all make sure to stay locked in with us, man. Remember to hit the like button, subscribe, comment, talk to us on Twitter. You see our Twitter profiles right there. You can find me at the talent code. You can find DP at DP underscore NFL. Come talk football with us because we talk back. And remember, 
tomorrow, 9.30 Central Time, 10.30 Eastern Time. We are going live. We're talking live so y'all can hop in the chat. Y'all will be on YouTube. Y'all opinions will be on YouTube. We're going live tomorrow, so make sure y'all tap in with us. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube wherever you get the latest wherever you get your latest podcast, uh, you know, for the latest episode, guys, YouTube, audio podcast, all that good stuff. Go tap in with us. Uh, as always, man, thank y'all for being our everydayers. 